0: Blew up the city like legitimately, like, was like, fuck this shit, like, I'm gonna blow shit up. Hello, everyone. This is Alex. And this is M. Welcome to the latest episode of The Good, The Bad, The Basic. This is the podcast for TV lovers, movie buffs, and binge watchers of all ages. On this podcast, we'll be discussing what we loved, what we hated, and what's just a bit problematic about the TV and movies that we're addicted to, and do a bit of rewriting where necessary. For much more exclusive content, become a show producer over on Patreon and get access to after the episode outtakes, curated playlists, movie reviews, music video retrospectives, and so much more. Join the GBB family at patreon.com forward slash good bad basic. Today, we're discussing the back half of the Fox original crime drama, Gotham. Based on the popular DC comic series, Gotham chronicles the early career of a young Jim Gordon, as well as the amplified teen angst of a recently orphaned Bruce Wayne. Gotham had excellent original characters, as well as great portrayals of beloved Batman villains that many of us grew up on. But did the effort pay off? Stay tuned. All right, everyone, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, stop right now and go check that out. But if you're returning with us to refresh your memory, here are some critical details of Batman or excuse me, critical details of Gotham. (laughs) Gonna get to the reason behind my 40 and slip in a minute. (laughs) Genres. This show is classified as a crime drama, action and superhero. It was developed by Bruno Heller. And it's based on the various characters of the DC Entertainment comic franchise and the, the, specifically the Batman comics franchise by DC Comics. Gotham was released from September 22nd, 2014 through April 25th, 2019 on the Fox Network for a total of five seasons and 100 episodes. The series stars Ben McKenzie as James Gordon, a Gotham City Police Department police detective, uh, Donal Log as Gordon's, uh, partner, Harvey, uh, David Muzoz as, uh, Bruce Wayne, the orphan child who would become Batman, Sean Pertwee as Alfred Pennyworth, Bruce's butler slash guardian, Robin Lord Taylor as Aldwald Cobblepot, the penguin, Aaron Richards is Barbara Keane, initially James's fiance, uh, uh, Cameron by Condova as Selena Kyle aka Cat. She goes on to become the Catwoman. Corey Michael Smith as Edward Nigma aka the Riddler. Morena Baccarin as Leslie Lee Tompkins. She is a doctor who is a, uh, a confidant a confidante and a surrogate guardian to Bruce. She later becomes his medical ally as Batman. Cameron Monaghan as Jerome and Jeremiah Valeska, twin brothers adapted by Bruno Heller to give us a Joker origin story. Sabrina Guevara as Sarah Essen. She is a GCPD police captain initially. John Dillman as Carmine Falcone, one of the powerful mob bosses of Gotham. Jada Pinkett Smith as Fish Mooney. Um... Again, she's an amalgam of Norma Desmond from Sunset Boulevard and Griselda Blanco, the real-life drug lord of the Medlin Cartel. Uh, Drew Powell is Butch Gilson slash Cyrus Gold slash Solomon Grundy. And last but not least, Nicholas D'Agosto as Harvey Dent, a.k.a. Two-Faced. There are other major players on this show, but Gotham has a laundry list of characters. And here's the reason behind my Freudian slip. There are so many characters on this show, and I didn't say this last time, but I'm going to say it now, and now my thoughts are a bit clearer. There are so many characters on this show that it makes it very difficult to remember that James Gordon is our protagonist Mm. and that this isn't just another Batman show, a live action Batman show. Yeah. Yeah. You're totally right. You're you're completely right, and I think that was part of, I think last episode, like what I was saying when this sh- when I said the show was confused, like it didn't understand what it I think really wanted, or or either that or this sh- it, it was just like you know too many cooks in the kitchen, like because if it if it's a story story about Jim Gordon then like it needs to be about Jim Gordon and yet we have all the insertion of all these other people for reasons that like, I don't understand. I feel like the Bruce Wayne character should have been a supporting character. We could have picked one or two key villains to play either supporting or recurring characters, but uh, James Gordon and his colleagues should have been at the front of every single plot absolutely and i and i and i and maybe i said this last episode but and sorry if i'm repeating myself but i i didn't understand i just part of when i was watching this show was like a big thing that stood out to me it's like i didn't understand why this show went like a, to went the route of like being serialized or telling a serialized story when they could have just done what elementary did on CBS which I thought was really successful elementary is uh the on CBS is the Sherlock adaptation which is that it's about Watson and Holmes and they're just solving cases they're just solving cases every week like closed episodic cases where you know uh a something happens a mystery happens we're there you know we have players that are there for an episode and then they go away and then Mm. um it seems obvious to me that gotham is also would should go that route just because of the nature of um Mm. because of the nature of uh the batman universe and the fact that like batman does have like a rogues gallery so then like throughout the series you can bring in like iconic villains if you want to and then like if you insist on keeping this young Bruce Wayne character he can you know every four episodes show up but for the most part it's just jim gordon solving mysteries or whatever and in this world and then um and then with you know episodic players and then we go home i think it would help too if we only knew the villains through their interactions with james not their like private life you know away from him like yes 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 it's it's so it throws me it's so discombobulating like i'm like why am i getting a whole sort of backstory on random villain x like i don't care like what is this show even like do you know what this show is about like because it feels like you don't um but yeah that's definitely that's definitely like a big problem and like you're you were just i mean that's a nail on head for me i think too i mean elementary is actually much lighter than gotham um i do agree that gotham could have benefited from a close episodic but you know when i think about gotham and everything pretty much in the dc universe and how dark it is literally and figuratively um you could have just like give us cold case but make it gotham you understand <laughs> <laughs> that would have been listen i'm living i love it that sounds that sounds so great to me uh particularly since i've been like revisiting cold case on hbo max right now so <laughs> especially since we don't need to revisit the Penguin's origin story, the Riddler's origin story, the Joker's origin story, Bruce Wayne's origin story for the millionth time. We're I, tired. We're tired. I don't care. Like, honestly. Oh, um, yeah, I had something original, and then you fell back on the old mainstays. And I think this is why Gotham uh, fails to me, despite all of the great strides that it made it got too comfortable with stories that had already been told. Right. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and honestly, I feel like if, if with this property you're struggling this hard to sort of like find the angle on it, maybe that's a sign that like, you don't need to touch it. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Season three, it's been six months since fish Mooney's disappearance. And, um, and, uh, commissioner Gordon, well, not commissioner Gordon. He, he wasn't commissioner yet, but Jim Gordon, uh, police detective has become a bounty hunter. Um, and, um, Oswald has put a bounty on fish's head. Um, and he puts his bounty on her head when he, he visits, uh, the Riddler in Arkham Asylum. So he's pretty much made it known that the whoever in Arkham kills her, here's some, you know, you're going to get some money for your troubles. Right. Um, But yeah, that's how the season takes off. And I mean, I'm not mad at these storylines. I'm like really not mad at these storylines again, way too many villains at play, way too many villains at play. Um, I don't. I think we could have gone. We could have done without Carmine Falcone. Should have been someone that just showed up every once in a while. I could have done without Cyrus Gold. And if this was just what the show was—that Jim Gordon is essentially a bounty hunter trying to track down all these criminals—and we're seeing it through the through it through everything through his perspective—I would have really messed with the show. I really would have. Right, like that's another sort of um i think framing that could have worked cuz that also feels like um the last season of Nikita, right? Mm-hmm. CW and Nikita mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah. Um there's a lot of ways that you can twist and turn this. And as we said when well as i said when we talked about Nikita this property had been done over and over and over again. What made every iteration good was that they've managed to find a unique angle every time. Mm, right, right. No, So you can't keep doing the same thing and expect us to respond the same way. We're tired. Like, I'm an older millennial, so I've seen everything from the Adam West Batman <laughs> to mm. Gotham. Hmm. <laughs> syndicate when i was a kid Damn. so yeah so please please no more, <laughs> no, more. no more we're done um, so tired. um this is a season where selena kind of graduates from like petty thief to like full-on robber right <laughs> yeah It's interesting to watch because she's like, listen, pickpocketing and things like that. That was cute, but, you know, I'm no longer a child, so I put childish ways behind me. Time to rob a business. Right. She's like, it's time to really, you know, get my money up. Listen, we love a woman with with, uh, ambition. We love it. Um, (laughs) uh, This season, honestly, I think focuses also entirely too much on the Penguin. AK Oswald Cobblepot. He's yeah. another character that's gotten a lot of shine and a lot of love in the franchise uh, uh the TV iterations of the franchise as well as the comics. Um I understand like this is the season where he starts coming into real power but it's too much screen time. It's too much it's way too much screen time. It's the screen time Oh, God. It's way too much screen time. Um, There's a lot that happens this season that's wild as hell. Like, we have, like, a Mad Hatter character, which was like, what was that even? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Too many villains. Too many, like, too many villains for a serialized show. Too many. Even the ones, like, here's the thing. You can do that thing that a lot of shows do where... They don't necessarily show us everybody all the time, but they talk about them enough that when they come on screen, they don't feel new and they show up every once in a while as a recurring character. Right. I think that would have been better if you wanted to give us the entire laundry list of Batman villains. This is what you do. Right. Introduce yeah. them on a case by case basis as need to give us need to know information <laughs> about them. Right. Like you, you do it procedural style, but that was not Ugh, this I don't know. This show's like, I don't know, not into it, whatever. Like and I and listen, this Mad Hatter thing is like a it's like a whole storyline. Like mm-hmm. like it's a multi episode arc and you guys I can't I don't know that I can properly convey like how ridiculous it all is. Right. Um this season Ivy also kind of makes a greater appearance. Um uh Ivy is someone who has a lot of power obviously. Um this season she uses a poison to control Alfred's mind um and escape. Um when she is once you know uh Bruce um catches her um and i thought this was too much too soon because bruce wayne is still a teenager you're giving us very advanced adult wayne batman era um plot points and it's completely unnecessary because once again bruce wayne is not our protagonist right so why are we doing this (laughs) Right, why are we doing this? It's it's ridiculous. But like you said, um we start the season with Jim um Jim is a bounty hunter but having and he's quit the force, right? Because he's like it's too corrupt. I cannot, you know, do anything with this level of corruption. And then a bunch of really nonsensical things happen in between. Um Like, I can't even. I can't even. And so we sort of end the season with Jim rejoining the Force uh, for reasons no one knows. uh, And for reasons. And um, running, like, Gotham PD in order to... And, like, coming back to Gotham PD in order to, you know... In his mind, keep the city safe, uh, and it's it's wild. Like, well, he did find out that his fiance and the Riddler are like criminal masterminds now. So, yeah. So, <laughs> and he was really... buried alive this season. So e- trauma, <laughs> trauma. Oh, see, response. I was trying to like skip the buried alive portion only because I was like that's what I was like I really thought the show was ridiculous because <laughs> I was like okay so how are we how did we go from like gritty crime drama into like this Buffy-esque like imagery <laughs> mm-hmm. like make this stop decide on what you want to do with this virus and this poison stuff and then the secret society that happens. I was like, Oh my God, make this all stop. Yeah. It was 22 episodes of entirely too much. I just, and it's not even that I completely hated the secret society idea because it's like, I feel like Gotham would have a secret society. Absolutely. The most corrupt cities do. (laughs) Right. Like that, that made sense to me but the way it was executed was uh, less than ideal. Um but that is but that's season 3 of of Gotham. Um Gotham season 3 m good better basic. They had a lot of potentially really brilliant ideas that were just improperly executed. The whole Jim Gordon bounty hunter thing The whole uh, uh, Barbara and Edward uh, being like mob bosses, essentially. I like that. I like, you know, I tried so hard to try to find cohesion in this season, and I really couldn't. I'm judging this off individual performances, and I can still only give it a basic. Sorry. What about you? Yeah, you know, it got really, it got really nonsensical to me. Like, in a way that the pre, not that the show ever made sense, but like, in a way that was much, like, really, truly did not make any sense uh, this season. And so I, I am, I'm giving it a bad plus. my Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm being super generous, uh, only because, you know, I grew up on Batman. So even the things that disappointed me uh, are unfortunately only disappointments because I've seen them so many times before. Season four, also 22 episodes. Um, this is in the aftermath of the Tetra virus. Um, Oswald Cobblepot Cobblepot has officially rebranded as the Penguin. He's going by that name now. That's what the public knows him as. I don't feel like this is a name that could strike fear into anyone's heart, but you know how it is. Um, uh, and, um, there's more drama going on in Arkham Asylum. I wish they could, they could have delved into Arkham Asylum more if they're going to give us all these criminals anyway. Mm-hmm. Because that's the be home base for all of the villain um, alliances and enemies to be made is Arkham Asylum. People come out of Arkham with completely different allegiances every time, and completely different game plans every time. That's true, and we don't really get any like I think insight into. What's going on, at least inside Arkham Asylum, until, like, the end, right? Right, right. Now, for those who've read the Arkham Asylum Batman franchise spinoff, you see how much darker it gets. And in Hawaii, this would be so perfect to be treated like a cold case or without a trace, because it gets really, really dark in Arkham. Spoiler alert, nobody's actually getting better there. (laughs) no one's actually getting better there they're actually getting significantly worse whether because of lack of treatment or a a program of the the type of quote-unquote help that makes them exponentially more messed up than when they walked in or like i said making these new enemies and new alliances whilst in arkham asylum one of the the real issues that Batman critics. I don't mean ba- critics of the comic, but critics of the character himself have. Is that he keeps tossing these people back into Arkham, knowing that it's not doing them any good, and then when he actually gets trapped in Arkham himself at one point and realizes how shitty it is, he still keeps doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's it's strange that Batman relies on like the same corrupt systems that like he. That I guess um, he keeps relying uh, on the same corrupt systems to do actual justice that he himself was needed to to come to be to be to combat against, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's like, why would you think that that's gonna make it better? Right, and everybody always comes out of Arca more aggressive, more hostile. And more calculating than before, and this is particularly true for the rid- the Riddler, the Penguin, and the Joker. They always come out worse than before. Um, this season, actually, at the top of the season, we uh we um are reacquainted with Jonathan Crane, who was a minor character before but now um, he's being officially introduced as the scarecrow. So again, another classic villain and a laundry list of villains on a show that can't keep the, that really is just doing entirely too much. (laughs) Right. Like we already have so many villains at this point. Yeah. I think the only person who doesn't make an appearance, like I said, um, last episode was the killer croc. Um, and yeah that's because he's a minor character he's always been a minor character he who's only a significant character or not significant but like a supporting character in the batman animated series that came out in like the early 90s that was the last time we saw him play like a big role um everybody else who got a lot of shine in the comics and in any movie iterations, is here. Have no fear. Everybody comes through. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, like I said, it's really, really messed up because I'm not trying to know you whole backstory. I should know about you through Jim Gordon's interactions with you. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, we're... We're here, season four, we're, like you said, we're here and um, Jim is back on the force. And uh, by the way, Lucius Fox, like, did more stuff in season three and and it's the same here. They up his role a bit again in season four. Um, Having him do more things. I don't really know what season four is about. Uh, season four is focused heavily on that virus that the Scarecrow like co co-produced, co-created. Um, there's even in episode three they take us back to 125 A.D. in Arabia, uh, to a healing pool called the Lazarus Pit. Um, uh, uh, we meet the god Ra, the sun god uh they bring a lot of theology a lot of mythology a lot of folklore which is and- goofy because why thank you what was the reason what was the reason um i mean ben mckenzie gets his little writing credit because he writes a few episodes most notably he writes uh he wrote uh season four episode four i mean uh, shout out to him yeah like i said shout out to getting writer right writer's credit but it's like when you're writing on a show that's this convoluted. What does that even mean? <laughs> um, honestly, at this point, it's just it's just a vibe for all to just to see all not all my favorite people, but to see some of my my fave my my fave TV actors. Uh, Allison, like the girl from Teen Wolf, comes. Mm-hmm. What's her face? Oh, uh, Crystal Reed yeah crystal reed shows up yeah to... she comes parents and i know she always wanted to play more adult characters because she was uh 28 when she started playing allison <laughs> right she was like i'm not i'm not getting i'm not getting trapped playing a teenager and i respect it it's fine um uh, this season was really weird because I keep using the word cohesive, and I think a lot of people hear that word cohesive or cohesion and they think boring, but it's no. not. But ultimately, I think what you, you can take away is that like you should have some sort of vision, and that like you know whether because I think writers. TV writers, like, really get, like, snippy with, like, the audience and will get snippy, I think, with viewers about, like, you don't know what I do or, like, you don't know how this business works. And it's, like, okay, but, like, I can watch the episode and I can see what's on screen and I, I'm not dumb. Like, I can tell that this is a disaster. So, like, what's going on? And um, you can really that you don't know a card on a decade's uh a decades old uh comic franchise we actually do know what's going on and there's (laughs) a why in every comic volume and every single movie that's been released they only give us one to three villains max right it's not like i mean there's only so much you can switch up this ip um uh, and it's not by a lot. Like, that's just the nature of, of it, of this and of the thing and of everything it's doing. But like, um, yeah, when I, but like when we can, but like, you know, and I think we've talked about this and we've talked about this with, you know, guests what we talked about, like the audience can tell, like, I can tell when like this, it's a shit show and like, it just was, this is a, or I can tell when like, there's. I can feel it from the episodes when, like, when it's not going right, and I think like this is just one of those things. Unfortunately, it's at this point in season four. I think is really indicative of that of like a just complete, um, not knowing, having not being clear about any about whatever this show wants it to do, um season where i checked out emotionally because when they brought raw and the lazarus pit into this i was like okay i'm done now same and, and, and like yeah because it's like this isn't gotham isn't necessarily like i get that it's comic books but like we've talked about this you either want like you either have to have aliens or witches you can't do both like you know like yeah. it's, it's weird that like a show that of a the show about a city that, you know, because Gotham's are always kind of been like New York or like kind of been a cipher for New York in a lot yeah. of ways. me like, like New York, Chicago, Boston. Then, yeah, like it's weird that now you're like, oh, but actually magic. Like, no, sweetheart. Like, <laughs> not uh, magic. Was, I feel very harassed by just how much it wanted us to take in, to be very honest with you. Yeah. Um, Keeping track of characters is hard. Actually making people care about your characters, whether they love them or hate them, is even harder. Now, you want to throw in an element that doesn't even exist in this franchise. Instead of working what we have and what we know in new and interesting ways, you just want to bring up new shit so that you can say that you're original right which is why like i'm with you i i also checked out like emotionally and that and then i was just like oh what's his face from shameless that's nice right i was just like okay cameron get your little check because I, he was on gotham and shameless simultaneously so yeah. <laughs> uh you get two checks if you're playing two characters um because he was playing jeremiah and jerome on this show uh, I have no idea. Maybe um, probably I mean, not. I mean, I understand. Obviously, they're going. The checks are going to the same person. But I feel like it's a flex to hold two separate paychecks in my hand. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, the the performances from everybody who plays a villain on this show are exemplary. They're quite good. They're very well cast. Do I want to see them all the time? Do I need to know their entire backstory and completely forget our actual protagonist and what should have been an origin story for Jim Gordon but became an ensemble show? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's not needed. Um, And then we have the sirens, and it's a whole mess, and I'm tired. It's tired. I'm tired. So... So, the back half of season four is definitely occupied by uh, uh, gosh, what's his actual name? Uh, Ben McKenzie. No, what like, what's his, the redhead? What's his face? Oh, Cameron Monaghan. Yes, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah, uh, the back half is definitely, I think, occupied by Cameron Monaghan. Like mostly, like ac- occupied by Cameron Monaghan uh, doing these two roles, and uh, doing his best, doing what pretty much every single actor like in the past ten years that has like attempted to be the Joker doing their best Heath Ledger impression. Um, and it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Like, it's just... I'm not mad at the performance. I'm really not. Like, I'm really, 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 truly not. Um, it was giving me a little bit of Heath Ledger, but it was also giving me... God, what is his name? Who played... Jared Leto? Uh, no. God, no. That was a terrible Joker. I fr- I try to block that out of my mind as often as possible. Yeah. <laughs> um no it was giving me a little bit of 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 Heath Ledger but it was also giving me a little bit of Jack Nicholson which I really like I love Jack Mm. Nicholson as well um he's got the range again this is not a, a dig at the actors or their performances what went wrong absolutely went wrong in the writing and I know this because the show is convoluted yeah like i i it's clear that like this is just i i don't follow any of that it's just, of these actors it's clear that like it's all this it's the direction of just the show and what they want to do like so you know that actor who plays the riddler giving his best jim carrey impression like that's fine whatever like i, I wish people would stop doing that only jim carrey can do jim carrey i know like like hold up Heath Ledger, but I'm like, listen, if you're talented enough, you can do Heath Ledger. Christian Bale was doing most of Heath Ledger's performances before Heath Ledger was born. <laughs> but if you're not Jim Carrey, don't try to follow Jim Carrey because this man is a very physical actor. He acts with his entire body. Don't do Jim Carrey. Please stop. Um, That's true. We don't talk. I feel like we don't talk about the brilliance of Jim Carrey enough. We really don't people really sleep on him because he's a uh, comedic actor. So, season 4 ends with this I don't know, this dude from um the middle he, where where do they say that he's from? Like from the Middle East. He's Egyptian? Do we know? Arab- they Arab- just said Arabia. <laughs> like I was that was another thing. I was like seriously. Um but Ra, Ra, Ghoul, whatever. Uh, he, his all his dreams come true. Um, with regards to, uh, like, you know, the stuff he was planning in the season. And then, um, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, yeah. Talk. Um uh- Batman fans everywhere, I understand that Ra, or specifically his daughter, Ra Agul's daughter, Talia, uh, does play a, a role in a specific segment of the Batman franchise, but still we didn't need him. You're barely holding on with what you're already working with. We didn't need him. Thank you. Uh Yeah. And that happens. And then we see... And then, like, all of our villains come together to do a thing. I don't know. Uh... And we're... Oh, my gosh. Oh, and then somebody, like, chops up... Oh, and then, like, we... Jim Gordon, like, starts the Bat Light or whatever. Which... Isn't Bruce, like, 17 or something? Like, what is that? I don't know. Yeah, I was very perturbed as well. Like, the only villain this season who's doing villain things, I feel, is, like, Edward Nigma. He's just like, okay, I'm just going to do—I'm just going to rob some banks. I'm going to get my money up. Right? Like, what happened to that? Like, why couldn't we <laughs> focus on that? <laughs> like— why couldn't we, because I feel like we started, the series started this way of like, hey, this is a really corrupt place where like all these city functions have like, all of these, you know, bureaucratic functions have come together to like do evil things. And, or like not evil, but like, you know, capitalism and like all these bad things in the way that like normal people are corrupt. And then somewhere from there, we got to like, an ancient egyptian arabian you know from the from jordan or uh, or iran we don't know cuz we don't know countries uh is like mystical and doing a mystical thing and it's like sure okay and Bye. here's the thing again this character existed we get it but this is not the bruce wayne show this is the jim gordon show they introduced ras al Ghul because Bruce Wayne goes on to have a child with his daughter, Talia. Cool, but that's not going to be for another 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? What are we doing? Anyway, season four, good, better, basic. Horrible. I'm sorry. Horrible. Same as horrible. Great performances from Robin Lord Taylor and Cameron Monaghan. Um, Yeah, I'm really done. same (laughs) it's a solid bad but like good performances great performances like shout out to the kids who showed up to work and did their job thank you we appreciate we appreciate you Uh, season five last season 12 episodes this is a significant drop it's 10 fewer episodes than all of the predecessors let's talk about it i already knew when season four ended, it couldn't go on like this. Because I'm like, other people have to see that the show is spiraling. It's not just me. Right. Um. So we, oh, yeah. So season five, we opened the season with uh an aftermath of, I guess, really the true ending of season four, which is that, like, Joker, Jeremiah, whatever, blew up, um, just blew up the city, like, legitimately, like, was like, fuck this shit, like, I'm gonna blow shit up. And one of the things he blew up was, like... And I swear to God, this is a plot from, like, The Dark Knight. But whatever, we're going. Uh, This is a plot from, like, The Dark Knight Rises. But fine, whatever. Let's keep going. Uh, But it's where... uh, But he blew up, essentially, the only entrances and exits to Gotham. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it's, like, if somebody... Uh... Yeah, so he blew up, like, all the bridges that lead into... Um, I think it's the equivalent, essentially, if somebody blew up the Manhattan and the Brooklyn bridges. Like... Uh, it's giving the Dark Knight meets 21 bridges. <laughs> bridges, yeah. Which is, like... Uh, dark Knight Rises. Which is, like... Oh, my God. I can't. Like, I really... like Christo- Like, you guys... Christopher Nolan does what he does. And, like, shout out to him. But I need all... I need men to be like a little less obsessed with him. Like, (laughs) like I get that all the girls want to be Jonathan and Chris Nolan, but like, my God, I promise there are like other things out there in the world for you. I mean, every, every 15 years they pick someone else before that it was like um, Spielberg Before that. It was, it was Scorsese Uh, before that it was Tarantino. It's, it's it's whatever, you know, Um, (sighs) but let me, what they do. The difference between all of these directors is they know their lane. Listen, I was about to say, like, when you know your lane, it's powerful. Like, that's really the most important thing. Stop I'm trying to be everybody else and just be you, baby. Be you. Do you do what you like? And and listen, like, and also it's like. And I feel like I feel like I feel this no older I get. Like, boy things are kind of boring. Like. Yeah, <laughs> like I swear they're kind. of are boy things are actually kind of boring, like, um, like nobody, like you know, like what, like what do the kids say? Like, uh, like Scorsese could never do Nora Ephron, like he could never. He couldn't do Amy Heckerling. He couldn't do Amy Heckerling, honey. Couldn't do uh, couldn't do- Coppola. Mm-mm. Could not do Sofia Coppola. So like there are other do- things. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's avenues out here. And once you you pick your lane and you become confident and firm in it, you just got to keep doing it. Just got to keep writing it out. But yeah, the whole Jerome-Jeremiah thing, this is what season four had set us up for. Jerome likes to hold people hostage, and Jeremiah likes to blow things up. Which one of them will become the Joker? Maybe they're taking turns and switching off screen. Who knows? Uh, That's the great mystery. Um, but yeah, Jeremiah blows up anyway off or onto Gotham, which is an island now. Yeah. Okay. Girl, <laughs> like I said, we're just going. We're just. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> um, and now he's like, I am king. I have, it's anarchy. Hear me roar. Rah. Um, that that gets crazy. Um, and the government has declared Gotham off limits from the mainland. So now the criminals are in control of the boroughs and the neighborhoods. It's very much from Dark Knight Rises. Yes, very much. It's giving... And even this, Jer, like, oh my God, Jeremiah, what's the brother's name? Jerome. Yeah, Jerome, Jeremiah. It's giving very, like oh, look at! I watched The Prestige, which is like, we all watched The Prestige. Shout out to white men being named Jerome again, though. I know y'all quit on that name for reasons that we won't get into. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Y'all quit on Jerome, Tyrone, Marcus, and Dante. We know why. (laughs) And we know why. Don't worry, we know why. Uh, So, so Jim Gordon is like, has like one jim gordon is like yeah like you can't just leave us out here by ourselves and the government's like oh but we can though because we just did and (laughs) um now all the villains are essentially fighting amongst themselves for control over the island and that is how we we open season Mm -hmm. five Yeah. Selena Kyle has also broken her spine. So Bruce is trying to repair it and save her. And I mean, if you're going to break your back, good to have friends with money. Unlimited pools of money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ivy's power continues to grow. So this is the, the phase in her life where she's able to control plant life not just use plant extracts to control other people she's feeding her plants the corpses of anyone who enters the park which is which is officially her territory so all of her plants are flesh eating at this point at least they're still on brand with this character ivy's always loved plants more than people right um why are we spending so much time again on these people on bruce i don't know but by season five it feels like it's been a really long time since we saw jim gordon (laughs) same just like wait is he still on the show same that's how i also felt i'm like is he still even on this show yeah, it's very very weird. We meet another guy, Edward Dorrance. He's a soldier who once worked with Jim Gordon and he arrives in Gotham with the military. This is the season where the Riddler goes on the run. Yeah, Jim is pursuing him, so he's back to his bounty hunter ways. Who? yeah, like so and then so then eventually Gotham is reunified, right? Like they're the uh, the military does come in like with the cavalry and tries to not tries to, but they reunify Gotham, and it can't be this much of a shit show. And then we get like a nice little. So then for the season, season, not season series. So then for the series finale, we get like a big time jump. Ben McKenzie is wearing like a really dumb mustache, but it's the mustache that is uh, iconic. To the, the the Commissioner Gordon character, we're you know dropped a lot of Batman Easter eggs. I do say it's significant and interestingly significant because, um, this is the first like one of the first extended times that we have like insight in mm-hmm. viewing into like Arkham Asylum and what goes on there, and maybe how people aren't under the best of care. Because we do see Jeremiah, Jerome, Joker, whatever, sort of there, a comatose, as well as uh, Riddler there, as well as some other iconic key faces. Yeah, this season was really weird, but the biggest twist was Barbara revealing that she's pregnant with Jim's baby. So now we kind of get the backstory on Jim's daughter, Barbara Gordon, right? Right, who will eventually be Batwoman. Yeah. Um, and in the series, it's clear—it's made clear often that she was raised solely by her father, that her mother's dead. And the series kind of implies that, you know, she kind of saw the error of her ways, but the damp- too much damage had already been done. So she gave their child to Jim to raise and she just took off into the wind. Right. And then um Right, right. And so then we end like we we end end with uh um Jim's daughter almost gets got by Joker, Jeremiah, whatever. And um Oh, by the way, the whole episode, everyone's like, Where's Bruce? Like, which whatever. But um, we end, we like finally end with like them turning on like the bat light to have Bruce come and save them, and thus we end this completely chaotic series. Oh, don't forget that uh, uh, Jim and Lee get married um, by his partner Harvey in the precinct. Um, I'm gonna give it a bad plus or bad what bad plus or bad minus which one is is not as bad bad plus okay i'm gonna give it a bad plus um there was no recovering from the prior two even three seasons but it was better than its predecessors yeah yeah that's it and that That's five episodes, uh, that's five seasons of Gotham. They got to 100 episodes. The show has been on streaming services since it ended. So, you know, they're still getting their checks. Yay! Right, it's still, you know, people's liked it. It was popular, I don't know why, but like, uh, you liked it, and shout out to Mm y'all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it takes all kinds. There's something for everybody. Yeah. You know, I, in terms of, so, like, I mean, I don't, like, I don't know. I guess Batman is a property that keeps on giving. I personally would be happy if we went, like, 20 to 30 years without a single Batman property. But y'all keep going to the theaters. Y'all keep putting it on y'all's TV. So probably not. We will get Batman to the day we die, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm not watching that new Rob Pattinson Batman. His face is me. I I don't remember. I remember him being much more attractive than this. And I'm really trying not to sound petty and shallow, but I remember Rob Pattinson being much more attractive than this. See, I don't think I ever. Water for Elephants. He was doing it for me. Sorry. Um, I see. I think I. I don't think I've ever really found him like attractive. I mean, like, he was doing. It, he's look at now. <laughs> I feel like all the things I have liked him in, he looks weird, and that's the point. Is that like he looks weird? But now they gave him like the early two thousands emo bang. <laughs> I mean, that's worse. But like, <laughs> like why? What was the reason? oh man oh man oh man oh man oh man i'm all batman out and if they did another one with christian bale i'd check it out because he's literally never given a bad performance in his life but otherwise i'm good same i'm good good on it good on these girls do y'all enjoy it though um y'all be easy i'm really proud of myself uh these days that i don't in that I've, like, just stopped engaging in, with things that, like, I don't like. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, Let's, just say no. <laughs> just say no. Uh, and that's that's where I am. There you have it, folks. This is everything that we think made Gotham... Good, bad, basic, and criminally watchable or unwatchable. Um, If you'd like to check out the series, Gotham is currently streaming on Netflix. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Good, The Bad, The Basic, be sure to share it with your friends. If you're a patron... On our Patreon, be sure to check out our Gotham playlist if you haven't already. Tune in next week as we keep the season going with a discussion on the comic book-based TV series that launched a thousand ships. The OG, as it were, the WBCW's Smallville. Smallville is currently streaming on Hulu, so get into it. You don't want to miss out on this conversation. The Good, The Bad, The Basic is currently streaming on all major podcast platforms, so be sure to tune in to our regular weekly episodes on the go, leave us a review on your preferred platform, and share our weekly episodes on your social media. Follow us at The good, bad, Basic on Twitter and at good, bad, basic Pod on Instagram to get in on our daily content. Also, be sure to follow our SoundCloud page, The Good, The Bad, The Basic where all of our weekly episodes debut. If you love this sort of content and want more, become a show producer and patron over on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash Basic. Your support allows us to keep bringing you our regular weekly episodes as well as exclusive bonus material. Until next time, bye everyone. Oh, I can't fucking wait to talk about Smallville.